Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Grow With Shea podcast. I am so excited for our guest today. Today, we have Kavita on, and I'm so excited you're here. We've had a conversation, you know, gosh, it's been about a month ago now or so. I just left feeling so like energized and excited to have met you. And so thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Shay, so much for having me. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, I made a friend today. That's wonderful. Yes. yes. Well, for those of my friends that are listening, can you just tell us a little bit about your story, who you are, things that are important to you? And, and we'll start with that. Yeah, absolutely. So my story is that I really started in the world of finance. I was actually in defense and aerospace mergers and acquisitions. I then went on to do tech investing, got my master's and then did consumer products turnaround. And during this time, I think I can count 10 meals that I ate at home and mm -hmm. essentially lived on a diet of coffee and an emotional diet of stress and a great, great lack of sleep, resulting in brain fog and just this general feeling where I was not energetic. I'd wake up tired and exhausted, even if I did get a good night's sleep. But surprisingly, my blood work and everything was super normal. And so this led me on this journey to figure out how to help myself feel better. And through that journey, I ended up getting certified in aromatherapy, Ayurveda, yoga, and nutrition. And it all sort of came together for me with this, you know, mind, body, soul approach to wellness, which being related to 30 physicians myself was not really the approach that I had seen. Sure. And that's why I ended up launching my company, Kesa High, with wellness oils and oils for the face that are all natural, but really just thinking about how do we heal and what are the rituals attached to these products that can help all of us ground in a little bit more self-care. Wow. I always love talking with people who have such a diverse background. I remember when you and I talked before you had said something about watching Pretty Woman and seeing like what Richard Gere does. And it's like, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm curious, what did your normal day look like back when you were more in that finance world compared to like what a normal day looks like today with such a big change? Yeah. The reason I wanted to go in finance, despite every single other person in my family being in medicine, was because I saw Pretty Woman and I thought, oh, that's what I want to do and come to find out Richard Gere is in private equity. But my normal day back then was I would probably get up around 6.30. By 7, I was out the door. I was at work probably 7.30, you know, 8 at the latest. And then I was there working pretty much nonstop till maybe I want to say 11 to midnight. If wow. I was lucky and then I would run home and then go right back to sleep. And that was like seven days a week. Wow. Did you eat throughout the day or you said you were running off of coffee, but like, what did that look like when you were just working yeah, no. nonstop? So all our meals and everything was comp. So we would just order food and eat while we worked. So it, there was never any stopping. Wow. And then yeah. compare that to what your day looks like now or kind of like a typical day. How is that? Sure. Different? So now I wake up at six, I meditate by 630. I'm making breakfast for my children. I would say by 730, we're out the door. I drop them to school. I come to my office. I'm here till about four. Then I go pick up the kids. I have three kids. So one of the three to take to an activity. We do that. I come home. I eat dinner with them, which I've usually either prepped or my mom's really great about making a 
breakfast, dinner as well. I usually have them in bed by nine, the latest. And then I'm, you know, working a little bit again, maybe for an hour or two. And then I would say I'm in bed by latest 11. Wow. So when you used to stop working on a good day is when you're in bed now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's just such a stark contrast. And one of the things that I've talked with other people about, I think it's easy for us to have that all or nothing mindset or that we have to do these huge changes to make huge differences. But I'm curious what got you from that first routine to this routine. Can you tell us a little bit of what was in between that? Was it big changes? Was it small changes? Something in between? Like, I'm just curious what got you kind of to that new place? No, it was definitely small changes. I was 100% wired that if you want to succeed, you have to hustle. That was just programmed into my DNA. And so if I didn't hustle, I assumed that I wasn't going to be successful. And so that was a belief that I really had to work on reprogramming. And what I learned was when I rest and when I really prioritize some of the components of wellness, which we should definitely get into, but I would be so much more efficient. So what would normally maybe take 12 hours only took six hours, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're working at your highest mental capacity in full physical health, you can accomplish so much more and things are so much more clear. So instead of going kind of all over the place to get there, you're like, oh yes, I could just do this. It's, It's just so much more efficient. Mm-hmm. And I went through that just by, again, just prioritizing one by one, the things that I think we all know you have to experiment with to believe. So mm-hmm. for example, I started with sleep. Everyone knows sleep is paramount, but it was like, okay, what about sleep? What are some of the sleep things I can do? So in Ayurveda, they say there's really a time where you want to be sleeping. And that's definitely between like 11 and 3am. Like you, mm-hmm. you really want to be asleep during that time. And I was like, well, does that really matter? As long as I got the right number of hours, mm-hmm. but as I adjusted and I saw it, it was like, no, you really want to be asleep at 11, which is why I, it's sort of the hard, I should be in bed. For me, fortunately, I do a little routine and I'm, I'm literally out in restful sleep the minute my head hits the pillow. And I do use a lot of aromatherapy and affirmations to kind of help relax and put me into that more relaxed state mm-hmm. so that my body kind of understands, okay, this is the signal, the smell, the sound, the feel mm-hmm. for this part of your day. So that was what I started with. And then, you know, once you fix how you go to bed, you can start to fix how you wake up from bed. Mm-hmm. But I would say that those were very gradual changes over a long period of time. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I love that. I'm guessing at some point you had to make the decision of this corporate lifestyle that I'm in isn't serving what's now important to me and I have to do something different. Can you tell us a little bit about like what that decision was, what that catalyst was to take that step into this new direction? You know, when I saw the movie and when I dreamt of the lifestyle, it sort of, to me, felt like it was one of impact, right? Like he saves mm-hmm. this guy from, you know, his company. So to me, it was like, not only are you making money, but you're really creating this huge impact. But when I got in, I realized I had zero time Mm -hmm. to make any impact. And those decisions were not to me. And by the way, people don't make those type of decisions, unfortunately, in the real world either. So I did not love the corporate social, I would say, responsibility that I saw. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even have time to enjoy any of the money I was making in any Mm -hmm. case, as you Mm -hmm. can imagine. And with my health then starting to decline in a way that nobody understood, it was sort of that beginning catalyst. And then someone then introduced me to a company that had an, this woman who was a botanist who had an apothecary. And when I went in to ask her and tell her more about what was happening, she was super receptive, but it was also clear that her business wasn't doing that well. Mm-hmm. So I sort of took that opportunity. Once I saw that the oils worked, I was, I would say within three months, I was back to my normal self. And my son, who at the time had reactive airway, was in and out of the hospital. And within six months, he was off 
of prescription meds. So I was kind of sold on like, what is this witch oil? How do I, how mm -hmm. come I've never heard of it ever in my whole life? And I had heard of it, but I was using it wrong because mm -hmm. um, like I bought it from a friend who was selling it to a friend. And it was one of these type of situations where I had no clue about formulations or dilution or blending. And I was just kind of like the wild, wild west. But when I really started to understand the medicinal properties and how it can truly affect wellness in this profound way, that was when I knew I wanted to get serious. So I, I hopped in as CEO of our company. I helped grow it to, you know, over 10 million. It, it was it was a really fantastic journey. And at that point, it was sort of that point for me to move on. And I thought, well, no, I, I just want to continue to do this. So you basically Richard geared her company. So you did what you wanted to do, <laughs> just maybe in a different kind of way, different industry. <laughs> so funny. I never thought of it that way, but you're right. I guess I did. <laughs> so your dream did come true of that. It came true. My childhood, my 14-year-old teenage self would be so proud. Yes, I love that. So through that was when I just fell in love with it. And then as I started to learn more and more, it, it became addicting to me. I just, I loved learning about all the natural ways that our body can hear itself and all these rituals that you don't think of, like so many cultures pray before they eat. Mm -hmm. Well, why do you do that? It's not for nothing. It's because it also helps you lower your fight or flight so that you can digest your food better. Mm -hmm. So when you take that moment, pause before you eat and you do it not working while you eat, you mm -hmm. actually have the ability to absorb the nutrition and the energetic properties mm -hmm. of the food you're eating. So things mm -hmm. like that, I was like, oh, there's science to back up some of these rituals. And then how do we incorporate that into a more healthy lifestyle? Because I know what it's like to be busy and I'm, I'm still really busy. Mm -hmm. So I felt like self-care had to be easy. It had to just be these natural habits, small natural mm -hmm. habits throughout the day. Mm -hmm. That's a great way of putting it. And I think that's something that stood out to me about your company too is that you had some good research that you linked in your information about how some of the products you provide are helpful. So do you want to share some of that at all? Because I know sometimes people hear of kind of like pyramid scheme type of companies and like with essential oils. And I know I've heard like not such great things about those, but I think what you were leading to of, you know, either it's not being mixed properly or it's not being used. Can you just tell us a little bit more about some of the science or research that you found that's interesting kind of in that realm? Yeah. You know, when I came into the company, my first thought was like, ah, oh, why are they so expensive? I've seen it so cheap. Yeah. And that's where I started to really understand what is the process in which essential oil. So for one drop of essential oil, it's one pound of plant material. So right now, for example, if you look at any product that has rose, I guarantee you it's fragrance and not essential oil. So read the mm -hmm. ingredients very carefully, because can you imagine how much one pound of roses costs? So right. unless you're paying a lot for that product, you know, I see these rose creams and they're five, six bucks. There's just no way. Mm -hmm. There's no way one drop of pure rose essential oil is going to cost you that much, right? So I started to do this gut check and I'm like, what are people doing? So there's a couple things. One, they're using fragrance, which if they're using it, they have to disclose. So you just have to read the ingredients. It's just mm -hmm. like food. Your skin is your largest organ. You want to be so incredibly careful what you're putting on it and also what you're inhaling. Mm -hmm. All of that really affects. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And then the second thing is lavender, which again, if you can imagine a pound of lavender is not cheap, but you can see lavender priced, essential oil priced at anywhere from three bucks to 30 bucks, 30, mm -hmm. 40 bucks. And so the difference there is how many times you press it. So, well, one is it sustainably organically produced. Mm -hmm. It's a good quality lavender. Mm -hmm. Then second is people will press the same oil many times. So I liken this to like a tea bag. The first time you steep your tea bag, you get the most 
most potent tea. Mm -hmm. Use that same tea bag, a second, a third, a fourth, Mm -hmm. fifth time, it's going to be so much more diluted. And so then that's what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And also lavender, for example, has 200 plus components. To call it lavender, you only need like two or three components Mm -hmm. versus mapping all the therapeutic properties of the different components. So I really took it more from, okay, this is for wellness. This is for people who want to use it for wellness. It's not a perfume. By the way, I think it still smells really Mm -hmm. good, but it's not meant to be just that. It's actually meant to help you. So that was sort of the difference of quality. And so I always tell Mm -hmm. people, look for their GCMS testing, look for the testing of components on their website. So we have an ingredient guide. You can click through, you can see the reports. I think that's really important, Mm -hmm. that transparency. Mm -hmm. And then ask, is it a first press oil or is it, you know, many different times pressed over? And so that quality became the reason I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. The pyramid scheme, if you will, they were just selling them without any instructions. Mm -hmm. And so you should never put essential oils directly on your skin. Never, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. They need to be diluted, usually at least at 5%, Mm -hmm. five to two, depending on the oil. And then you want to blend them with other oils for like the synergistic benefits. And so to me, I was like, well, is someone really going to sit there and measure and then blend the oil in a way that's really going to activate all the molecules and be effective? And so I moved away from pure oils into just roll-ons because I was Mm -hmm. like, this is meant for the person I used to be, the busy Mm -hmm. professional Mm -hmm. or the busy mom or just the busy person Mm -hmm. who wants it to be seamless. I want to just know that what I picked was high quality, easy to use, done safely. That's sort of where the idea for that came from. But those are definitely some of the things you want to look out for. That's great. That's super helpful. Well, speaking of your roll-ons, I have them right here. I was so excited to get, Mm -hmm. I got the Explorers pack, got a couple different Mm -hmm. ones where I got sleep, detox, and breathe. And I did try the sleep and it it does smell really good. I know that's not the purpose of it, but I was like, I'm going to wait and talk with you before I use any more so I can like get the full benefit. So I know what I'm doing a bit more. So can you just maybe walk through each of them of like some of the highlights of them, how to best utilize them and what effects I can expect when I'm using them? Yeah, absolutely. So that bundle was sort of created for travel and sleep is made with sandalwood, which again, you're generally not going to find out in the market because it's a very expensive oil, but I love it because it really puts you into this meditative state. Mm-hmm. So it's best just to roll it on your wrists and behind your neck. I would say just five minutes before you're going to bed mm-hmm. and it really helps anchor you. There's also an affirmation on the package. Oh, I don't know cool. if you saw that. I don't think I did. Oh yeah. I rest my mind and body. I like that. It's simple and so, easy to remember. That's good. So I really recommend you put it on. So often we do things without intention. We're just like another mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. But if you can literally take the two extra seconds to put it on and say, I rest my mind and body, and then sort of inhale after Mm -hmm. it activates all your different senses before going to bed. And, you know, another thing, I just saw this study, it was subjects who were exposed to natural aromatherapy each night led to a remarkable 226% increase in cognitive capacity. So that's a really easy way to give your brain a little boost. Mm -hmm. You know, that came from the University of California, Irvine. When I saw it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Because you're going to get into a more restful state. Mm -hmm. And so that's just a really easy way to do that. Mm -hmm. The next one you have is detail 
detox. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so that one is great. If you ever have an upset tummy, if you ever overeat or overdrink, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we actually used to at one point call it hangover. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually just, it really is good for detox. It really helps your lymphatic system and it supports it with getting rid of toxins. And so, you know, a lot of times when we travel or we're not in our natural place, we can be exposed to a lot of different chemicals, mm -hmm. people who use fragrance and air fresheners, any of the different cleaning products, depending on the water filtration, there's chemicals being output in all these different air systems. This really just supports your lymphatic system and being able to get rid of all those toxins. Got it. And it's the same thing where you roll it on like your wrist and your neck. So, and I would also roll it on your stomach. Okay, cool. And how much, like how much do you recommend doing or how often? So all of our roll-ons are safely diluted in organic jojoba oil, which mm -hmm. is closest to our sebums. It also helps with absorption more than any other carrier oil, but you can't overdo it. So okay. as whatever feels sort of natural, sometimes what I like to do for the stomach, just because I don't love the rolling action on it, is I completely cover my palms mm -hmm. and then I rub my stomach. Okay, and cool. So, and then afterwards, again, it's the inhale. And then if you want to read the affirmation on detox. Yes, let's see. So this one says, I am cleansed and purified. Yep. And I so like I it. just recommend at the end, if you have it on your hands after putting it on your stomach, is you just inhale and say, I am cleansed and purified. And again, it just really helps relax the body and get it into that state cool. of detoxification. I love it. All right. And then the next one or the last one I have here is breathe. Yeah. So breathe is really great for two things. One is for immune support. And for that, I really recommend you put it here on your lymph nodes okay. to help support. So like right under and your jaw area. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. And behind your neck and wrists, obviously the pulse points are always the best because it's closest. It's going to get into your bloodstream that much quicker. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's great for allergies. It's great for immune support. So I always put it on right before I go on any plane or public transport. Mm -hmm. And then when you're not sick, it really helps open up the airway. So it mm -hmm. has Ravinsara, eucalyptus, black pepper, all which have, you know, great antiviral properties and can really open up the airways. And sometimes I do it if I just really want to do some breathing exercises, because mm -hmm. again, mm -hmm. It just really opens up the whole sensation. So mm -hmm. cool. Awesome. And then the affirmation on this one is I heal quickly. I like it. And that's something that I really appreciate about your products and not just your products, but your approach, I think with your company is you take into account that it's more than just a physical product. It's about our mindset. It's about, you know, spiritual components and things that are combined. And I think that's something that Western medicine tends to lack a lot of times where it's so focused on just the physical symptoms, physical outcomes, and it can a lot of times ignore how our mental state, how our emotional state, spiritual state impacts our physical body. And so do you want to talk a bit more about why you do that a bit differently and why that's important to you? Well, I think you said it perfectly in that I, I really believe, and I think there's a lot of scientific evidence that shows that our mindset and our energetic body, whether that's spiritual or just energy can greatly and drastically affect our well-being. And so the blends are also characterized by color to balance the chakra that they most put into balance. And so a lot of times if you find that you're constantly reaching for a certain color, like you're like, gosh, I've worn red four times in a row. That's weird. It could mean that your root chakra needs support. So we naturally are inclined to pick colors that our energy body needs. It's mm -hmm. like we naturally know. It's like when we crave a certain food, it's like our body knows that it needs that certain food. Mm -hmm. And so we've been 
incorporated that color into it in case that was why you needed it. And then the affirmations, again, work really well with the limbic system and the oil. So manifesting has become a lot more mainstream now. Mm -hmm. Again, it's if you believe something into the truest sort of vibration of your core, you can bring that thing into reality. Mm -hmm. And it's by raising your vibration. And so the oils just help in that same way because they have generally, because they're this organic, pure oil from nature, they they are vibrating at a very high state. So that plus when you put it on and it kind of reaches your limbic sense when you're saying the affirmation, whether it's the one on the box or the one that you choose for yourself, it helps you believe it. It helps you Mm -hmm. get into that same vibrational frequency of the thing you're trying to call in. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the day, as you use the oil, you're automatically constantly putting yourself back into that same frequency. Mm -hmm. And so I really believe that that is the magic sauce, if you will, of wellness or calling into your life what you need. Mm -hmm. And I wanted that, again, to be really easy. So I didn't know yeah. what could be easier than just putting it on, saying it, and then moving on with your day. I love it. I hope you're enjoying me and Kavita's conversation. If you want to try some of the products we're discussing in this episode, visit my affiliate link in the description or use code GWS15 at checkout to receive 15% off. Okay, let's get back to the episode. I also wanted to talk with you about the face oil products that you offer, and I believe they are customized, like you take a quiz to kind of balance it out. I would love to know more about that because I'm just noticing as I'm getting older, I feel like my face is getting a lot drier. I try to use more like natural makeup and I try not to wear it as often because it just doesn't feel great on my face. But I think sometimes it can feel overwhelming all of the products that are out there and a lot of like, for lack of better words, crap that's buried in them that companies hide. And you know, you had talked about fragrance. I know that's one where companies I've heard will hide a lot of things behind just that one word of fragrance. And so anyway, more from like a selfish perspective, I would love to know more about the face oil. I've used a little bit of like vitamin E and coconut oil to kind of help Mm -hmm. with my dryness within my face and stuff. But I just would love to hear more about that and, and your products. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in many different countries. And so I'd lived in the Middle East and India and, and Europe. And one of the things that I noticed is there's not this 12-step routine that we seem to have here. And by the way, I have friends who are huge aficionados and every love all the different products. They never even use them all, right? So it, it just is this like wasteful cycle. But when I lived in those countries, the women had beautiful skin and they honestly basically just used oil. It was a one step for cleansing, moisturizing, and protecting. Now, I usually recommend recommend a sunscreen still, (laughs) but it's amazing. So then when I started to look for oils here, I did see one fragrance, which I absolutely will never put on my body at all. Mm -hmm. Most formulations and most products out there are really formulated for the European ethnic skin type. Mm -hmm. And nature is so amazing in that the oils that are best for your skin, often those botanicals are grown in the land of your ancestors. So for example, I'm from India. So like the coconut almond oils really do work very well for me, but I have friends from Africa and the marula oil really does work better Mm. for them, you Mm -hmm. know, and so there's different botanicals that sometimes we like to play with in our algorithm that can help amplify it even more like Mm -hmm. mother nature really did know best. And so the algorithm will look at what's your skin type, what's your skin goal, anti-aging, dryness, Mm -hmm. you know, what are the different components? And then where are you from? Interesting. 
and then find the best ingredients that would work best for your particular skin type. And of course mm -hmm. we can tweak, but it's interesting that you said vitamin E, cause we probably put a drop of vitamin E in every single face oil that we ship out. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Even before I met you or, or, you know, learned about your company and stuff, it was this intuition that I felt of like wanting to use more oils on my body. You know, I grew up where my mom would use like, you know, Jergens lotion, like very much in that era of Olay face lotion, like very lotion right. heavy. And even when I was little, I remember like, I just did not like how it felt. I didn't like anything about it. And it's been more in the last couple of years where I'm like, it seems kind of weird to use oil because that's not how I was taught or what I was taught. Right. But it's like, no, I just really feel like that's what my body and skin is needing. And so it's been interesting doing that. And I still have people that'll say like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, doesn't it make your skin oily? And it's like, no, it moisturizes it in a way that nothing else does. So again, I don't know if you can extrapolate yeah. on that a little bit or explain that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's funny. It's a common misconception that like, if I have oily skin, I shouldn't use oil. Mm -hmm. But really when you have oily skin, what's happening is your skin doesn't think you're making enough oil. And so mm -hmm. it's overproducing. So mm -hmm. there's just a misbalance. So sometimes when you actually apply oil, it becomes less oily because it's like, oh, okay, we're okay on this. Mm -hmm. We don't mm -hmm. need to keep overproducing because we naturally produce oil. And, you know, jojoba oil is probably one of my favorite oils for, if I was just going to say a general blanket oil for everyone, because mm -hmm. it's so close. It's actually a wax, but it's very close to human sebum. Mm -hmm. So our skin just recognizes it as just being in a natural state and absorbs it. Whereas if you've noticed, if you put cream, sometimes it kind of sits on the top, mm -hmm. whereas this is really penetrating to help moisturize and in some cases deliver the nutrients, depending on what your oil is. One of the things I love to do is to take an oil, heat it slightly, you know, maybe add some essential oils if the mood is there, heat it, and then self-massage my entire body. I mean, mm -hmm. my toes, in between mm -hmm. every little crevice, behind your ears, the whole thing. It's called Abhyang in Ayurveda, and it is probably one of the most restorative and relaxing practices. And then if you can, you know, put a towel and just sit for a couple of minutes before you shower, yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing thing for your skin, body, mind. That's so cool. So what is your face routine look like? Morning, night, how do you use the oils? What do you do for your skin? In the morning, I usually, you know, splash cold water to wake up. <laughs> mm -hmm, sure. And then I will pat dry. I use our face oil. Mm -hmm. And then how much yeah, do you do and how do you? It's literally like four drops. Mm -hmm. And then I just press it mm -hmm. sort of all over. Mm -hmm. um, and I see like some days if I'm feeling drier, I'll add another two, but it's also actually a great primer for under makeup. It just smooths mm -hmm. your skin out. Mm -hmm. And then I will apply a light sunscreen and that's it for the morning. And then if I want to add some makeup, I will, but mm -hmm. I try not to ever use any foundations or any full skin covering yes. unless it's like a true party day. <laughs> sure. Sure. Or picture day. <laughs> um, or picture day. Exactly. Exactly. And then at night I use the same oil to remove the makeup. Okay. Sometimes I just splash my face again and then I'll pat dry and then I put the oil on again. Nice. Oh, I love how easy that is. It's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think just in my culture, you know, growing up, it's like, like you were kind of talking about like that hustle culture, like more is always better. Having to do things that are super yeah. hard is always better. And it's like, I think that's what I'm learning in this season of my life is just no more is not always better. And looking to nature to guide different things that 
that I'm doing. It's like, don't mess with something that's not broken, you know? And I think that's right. what we've done for so, so long now. No, a hundred percent. Like the truth is our skin can exfoliate, it can do everything on its own. Like mm -hmm. we were built to do this. It's not like forever ago, they thought we were going to need all these cleansers and products and people had beautiful skin, right? Yes. Like way back in time. And so we've just created this culture of consumerism where mm -hmm. we give ourselves a reason. It's like anti-aging, extra mm -hmm. glow. And it's like our skin could just do that if we just allowed it. Right. You know, the support. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of like your gut health. It's your skin health. If mm -hmm. it's in good condition, you actually need nothing else for mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was going to mention is even for hair. Like I know as we mm -hmm. got older, we start to lose more hair, you know, in Ayurveda, they just love it. hair oiling as, mm -hmm. as like a mm -hmm. way to have really thick hair. But again, I was like, oh, I'm going to get this hair. It's going to be messy. And so we just use the roll-on. So our headache roll-on has lavender peppermint, which is amazing for hair growth and stimulation. And I just roll it on oh, my head cool. before I take a shower. So it just becomes this like one and done easy yes. routine mm -hmm. for skin, for hair, for wellness. And I think that was always the goal. It's like, let's make it so easy. Yes. I love that it's easy and like just little things that have contributed and helped and go along with what has been helpful for me and why I'm so excited to try more of your products is because when I was 25, I decided I'm like, I'm not going to wear face foundation anymore. I had someone say, do you realize like companies just put in like all of this stuff so that way your yeah. face gets worse and you need to put more on. And so ever since talking with that person, I was like, yeah, why am I doing this? Why do I want my face to look like a weird robot that doesn't have anything? And I think it's again, part of that culture of, you know, we can't ever have blemishes. We always have right. to look perfect. And it's like now taking it as like, oh, why is my body expressing itself in that way? Or right. I just had where I had my hormones were kind of having a, a weird little kick about them. And so I had like, you know, some um, acne or not acne, but like, you know, pimples that came up. And it's like, instead of demonizing that and saying like, oh, this is so bad. I need to cover it up. It's like, what is our body trying to tell us? And so I just love that you and your company, it's very much in line with that. So I'm just excited to, to try more. And now that I know how to use these more, I'm definitely going to give them more of a try. So I'm excited. I'm so glad. And actually, I, I really appreciate that you said that about your intuition. And it's true. Like mm -hmm. this is information. I feel like sometimes we forget everything about us is so magical and amazing mm -hmm. that this is our body's natural thing of saying, Hey, it's not, we're not giving you a pimple to torture you. Yes. Um, it's really because maybe there's something off. You need more water. Your digestion is off. Your hormones are off. Like investigate, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, look into this rather than it's this panic of how do I cover it up? No. Cause if you cover it up, you're probably not going to think about it. Whereas if you're looking at it, you're like, okay, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's so much what I've found in my journey with my body. It's like, my body's not out to get me. It's wanting right. to protect me. It's wanting to give me, you know, feedback. But again, I think how I was raised and I think so many other people too, that I've talked with, it's like, we're taught to not trust ourselves, not trust our intuition, that our body's out to get us. If it's not doing what our mind wants it to do, which again, is such a weird concept when you really break it down. And it's like being able just to work with your body and have it be more of a loving relationship dynamic of asking it questions of like, oh, that's interesting that you're showing this or putting a pimple on my face. Like, why, why is that? And asking it with more curiosity. That's definitely something I've tried to do more of. And I hope that like with this next generation, we can teach them how to do more of that and not be so hard on ourselves or them to be hard on themselves. I love that. I love that you said the approach it with curiosity. I think if we approached everything in life, like every problem or everything with just a little bit of curiosity, like, all right, why might this be happening? Like, it's, it's not like anyone's out to get me. Right. So mm -hmm. like, why might this be happening? What can I maybe do? What 
what are small shifts I can make? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of experimentation is what I find yes. leads to a healthy, vibrant, full life. You mm -hmm. have to keep trying. It can't be that you tried one thing and gave up. Mm -hmm. I have so many people who say, well, I tried meditation. It was terrible. I gave up. I'm like, but did you try all the hundred different ways in which you can do it? Right. So many different ways. Did you try any, you know, anything new? You have to keep trying because when you do, it's amazing. When you find the right fit for your mm -hmm. life, it's the ability to know that you can live such a vibrant, healthy, energetic existence. Yes. Well, and I think it's again, that all or nothing mindset that culture, media, so many things paint down to us of it just takes this one thing to make your life better, right? Like this is yeah. all you need. And it's like, no, it's a lot of little things that add up over time. And at first realizing that for me, it was kind of frustrating, like, man, like there's not that one magic thing that I can do to help everything, yeah. help my skin, help my body, help whatever. Even having weight loss surgery, bariatric surgery, a lot of people think now that you did that, it's just easy. And it's like, no, it was part of my journey that's opened up a lot of other things that have been hard that I've had to work through and sort out. So there's not that magic bullet or that magic cure for anything. And I think it's just cool to get more resources together and learn about those smaller things that we can add up and change over time. So super cool. And so I'm excited to try more. I'm so excited. You'll have to let me know how it all works for you. To me, I think the biggest things that you can help is sleep and stress. So if you can sleep better and manage your stress better, I think 90% of wellness, emotional, physical issues start to really subside. I think those yeah. are honestly the two biggest things. It's like the 80-20 rule. That to me would be the 20% that makes the 80% difference. Yeah. I will put my affiliate code for all all of your products in the description. So if people want yes. to check it out, they can go look at that. But where can people find you on social media or your website? Just put a plug in. So if people are like, this sounds really yeah. cool. Where can they find you? Absolutely. So the website is ksahai.com. On social, we're at lovekesahai. And always happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn. So my name is Kavita Sahai. I always like to ask people if you could picture yourself at whatever age stage stands out, maybe five, six, seven, eight, whatever aged, but as a kid, what's the one thing you would tell her? I would probably tell my 20 year old self, don't work so hard, health over wealth. Oh, love that. Well, thank you so much for being on. And oh, I definitely am going to be sharing more about your products on my socials as I try them. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Thank you, friends, for listening to another episode of the Grow With Shea podcast. All of the resources for this episode are in the description. And above all, I hope you remember that you are loved and you are worthy. See you next time.